Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me once again in, let's call it the studio, is my sidekick. Hey, Doc Eisenberg. Hey. And I'm Tim Palanti. And I was going to be a dentist, but now I want to be your president. No, 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 we're not doing that this week. <laughs> it's not even a great impression. I mean, it's close. No, no, it's not about accuracy. Oh. It's about crushing Tim Pawlenty. Yeah, <laughs> he needs it, sure. <laughs> well, no, no, see, it's, uh, you know, it's it's Republican primary season, and they're all coming out of the woodwork, left and right, and some of them are horrible, and some of them are merely boring, and I've chosen Tim Pawlenty to be my uh, personal punching bag for the duration of the campaign season. But the thing is, he's so profoundly boring yeah. that I have to invent ways to make fun of him. Which is why the voice doesn't sound like him. And he's a, he, it is an invented voice. He doesn't even have a Minnesota accent. He's no. just, he is a blank white slate. So uh, He is a very blank, very white slate. Yeah, I can't make, uh, I can't make fun of Tim Pawlenty until I invent lies about him. Well. Which I'm working on. I'm sure that's the last we'll hear about that. I'm sure. Anyway. You, you shouldn't make wishes that you know won't come true. Oh, I... <laughs> Now I'm sad again. <laughs> anyway, here at Breakfast with the Beak, we take topics suggested by you nice folks out there in podcast land. Hi. Hi, what's up? Sitting comfortably? Okay, got some nibblies? Good. Anyway, we will take your suggestions, we will choose one at random, and we will have a conversation about it with the ultimate goal of entertaining the living fuck out of you. Nibblies. Nibblies, what? Nibblies. That's what you're going to hang up on? Okay, fine, whatever. You know, let's just let's just slow it down again. Let's just break the flow of the the whole show here. Great. I'm Tim Palenti. Can I have a bottle of hot water and a cup? Get out of here, Tim Palenti. <laughs> Nobody invited you over. <laughs> I brought my own tea bag. Shoot, shoot! Don't make me hit you with the newspaper again. <laughs> what, 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 what's this week's topic? What is this week's topic? <laughs> yeah, maybe we could. Do that without any interruptions. All right, good. I tempted fate and won. Played chicken. Okay. I did not flinch. Let's roll that topic. Ooh, it's another big one. It is a 28. 28. 28, which is why not to go to graduate school. Suggested by CJ in Baltimore. And he has provided a link for us. Uh-oh. Now, when we receive this topic... This topic comes with required reading. It does. Oh, dear. We will include a link for, for you folks in post. Nobody submit Ulysses. I've read Ulysses. Yeah, but it takes a while. Well, I, I, I can kind of summarize it for you. I can ballpark it. <laughs> I mean, you'll miss the nuance, but anyway. <laughs> the point is, when we received this topic, we visited the link, and it is indeed a blog containing many, many reasons not to go to grad school. 100, I believe. Well... It's not done yet. He doesn't have all the reasons. Well, what's so bad about graduate school? I mean, you know, you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer or a, you know, chemical engineer or something. You need you need lots and lots of training for that. Well, that's Really true. highly specialized stuff. You well, know, I don't want a neurosurgeon working on my brain if he hasn't gone to, like, five different t- kinds of grad school. Well, that's true. But this blog and this, this podcast that we're doing right now, mm-hmm. it's not really for them. Oh, yeah, because wait, uh, is this for is this for shitty grad school? This is for liberal arts grad school, humanities grad school, <laughs> the grad oh. school where your only options after finishing are to teach 
or to become a famous writer. Oh, right, right. Okay, those guys. Yeah, yeah, you don't need grad school. You, you don't even really need to finish undergrad. You just yeah. need to meet a couple of artistic people to work with, and mm-hmm. you, as far as you're going to get. Pretty much. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, really... <laughs> If you're a bad writer, theoretically, yes, you will get better with more training, more instruction, maybe a little mentoring. However, that's not the instruction grad school offers you. (laughs) Grad school isn't really there to help you be a writer. Grad school is there to help you be a teacher. Or a professor, really. Because you can be a teacher with a bachelor's degree. And maybe a a one year of, you know, certification, but... Well, depending on... Depending on what state you're in, what college you're going to. And and what level you want to teach. And what level you want to teach at, yes. Right, right, yeah. I mean, I, I'm probably ready to be a gym teacher now because I'm a terrible athlete and I like bossing people around. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready, you know. I, you know, you kids play dodgeball, I'm going to go out back and smoke quietly. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, see, we're yeah. ready. We're ready. Shop teacher would be fun. Shop teacher would be awesome. You get, get to wear goggles and like, just wrangle the shit out of that hot glue gun. You have a big fucking room full of power tools. I wish I had one of those right now. Thank I've you. been thinking about installing a bench vice in the kitchen. Yeah. Fucking sweet. Well, anyway. But yeah, bench vices, you know, circular saws, band saws, coping saws, so many kinds of saw. Well, I mean, it's any kind of, first off, any kind of art. You're, you're really wasting your time with graduate education unless you specifically want to teach. I yes, mean, you know, you, Music, yeah, you get visual your, stuff. You, you get know, your yeah. ass out there and you play your damn guitar or your tuba or whatever. Right, yeah. Or yeah. you get a job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you know, ideally both, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you get a job that lets you play your tuba. Yeah, 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 that'd be nice. But by and large, unless you want to teach, yeah, don't go dicking around with grad school. That's a huge waste of time and money. And if you really want to teach, you got to really, really want to teach. Like, if you, if it's a fallback, like, oh, I want to be a famous artist, but I guess I'll teach. Don't be that person, because academia is filled with those, and they're obnoxious. Yeah, and just remember, that's not your fallback, okay? That's your best case scenario. Because in any given grad school, the students outnumber the professors. Right. And such is the case with basically all the grad schools in the country. Yeah. And if you want to become one of those professors... You've got to wait for one of them to die or retire. At which point, every single grad student in your field, in the entire country, all of them, are going to be just clamoring and murdering each other for that job. Right, right, right. And where did you go to school? If you said anything besides Harvard... (laughs) You're in trouble. You are in trouble. (laughs) You're at the bottom of the list. Yeah, because even even a community college is going to try to get a Harvard grad, and the Harvard grad is going to be desperate enough for this job that he'll take it. Yeah. No, there there are, you know, there are middling fields between, you know, super useful ones like doctors and the, you know, I don't want to say useless fields like arty things, because, you know, we're arty, but you might as well be doing podcasts at that point. But, you know, like uh, archaeology, for example. Archaeology. Very, you know, very few people who study archaeology just have digs to go out to. Mm -hmm. We've already dug up lots of stuff. But, you know, being an archaeology professor is cool. That's That's a, you know, it's like, I'm going to tell these kids about shit that happened 6,000 years ago. We're going to find out what happened in Mesopotamia. Hell yeah, we are. You know, that's, teaching stuff like archaeology is pretty sweet on its own. Exactly. Now, there's going to be... Just as much competition for jobs, but... But if you're, say, an archaeologist, you aren't necessarily teaching. You might be 
going on a lot of digs run by other people who teach, or you might be going on a lot of digs run by other people who don't teach. Museums keep a certain number of people just on staff with facilities right there on site, yeah. and so forth. And it's, it's not like Indiana Jones, where you're half your time teaching and half your time adventuring. You're probably doing yeah. one or the other. Yeah. I mean, in all likelihood, when you are going out to dig stuff up, you're you're spending more time digging and less time running away from boulders and tribesmen and Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not so much Nazis. Probably not Nazis. many Nazis. Yeah. I mean, no. yeah. the ones who are still around really do not have the, the funding or the organizational skills to, to put together a, a proper search for biblical relics. No, no, no. no, no. no. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they're all into Odin now or something. I don't know. I don't keep Well, talking. yeah, that helps. Yes, I mean, if you, if you are a chemist, a physicist, an engineer, that sort of thing, oh, you get a doctorate in that, there are companies that will hire you to find more and better ways to, to kill people or save people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, uh, there are all kinds of lucrative opportunities if you're studying, you know, yeah. you know, you go work for Lockheed Martin, Dow Chemical. Oh, yes. They're paying, you know... Fuck tons for the right people to create them. Oh yeah, I mean all the. I, I would imagine all the tech companies have a certain number of extremely educated people. Oh yeah, Microsoft, board. Google. You know, they would almost have to. Yeah, but <laughs> if if you want to be, point being, if you want to be artsy, you know, yeah. if you want to write a, you know, they they used to say this all the time. If you want to write the great American novel. They still might produce one at some point. Come on. Yeah, but you don't need to go to school for that. Yeah, you that's need true. to go a little bit. Basically, you just need to go to school until you've done enough required reading to know which cliches to avoid. That's the thing. It's which is really about doing research. You got to learn about the things to not do. Yeah, and and grad school is really not about the things not to do. Grad school is more about can you grade this big stack of papers for the professor who has a conference to go to? Yeah, yeah. You're going to be a TA, and you're going to be broke, and you're going to be doing busy work. You're going to be begging money from the university and from various funds for for fellowships and chairs and other things that I don't fully understand, but they give you money to finance your education, and somehow it's not quite as devious as a loan, but somehow also worse. I and, did. Uh, and not everyone gets them. Sometimes they just send you into grad school blind. Maybe you're working. Maybe you're just begging for money. Maybe you're just going into debt. Probably yeah, that one. They, they don't really need as many TAs as they have students, obviously. No. I dated a TA once many years ago. Yeah. Not, in, not in any kind of artsy field, but still, she was not a particularly happy person about it. They never seemed to be. Still lived with her parents. Yeah. Mid-twenties kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, that is that is the life of the grad student. You're, you know, you're 30, 31, 32. You're hanging around the campus with the 18-year-olds. They don't understand any of your references. Yeah, or give a shit. Or give a shit. They think... Maybe you're a professor or a janitor <laughs> or like Matthew McConaughey and Dazed and Confused, just the guy who can't move on. Best case scenario, you're Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and who wants to be Jeremy Piven? Nobody. And why would and anyway, the people who want to be Jeremy Piven aren't majoring in English. They're majoring in business. Yeah. <laughs> and Learning to golf and then going home and jacking off the pictures of Jeremy Piven and hoping their trophy girlfriends don't find out. It's a weird scene, the business schools. But uh, so I've heard. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, you get you you go get an advanced degree in that shit. You know what you get? A corporate job, a better corporate job. Yeah, and corporate jobs are by and large completely meaningless. If you know what you're doing in a corporate job, you're pretty much either 
finding the right people to either lie to or kiss ass to, or you're yeah. moving money around in a weird way. And, you know, for yeah. the most part, you're doing nothing and making shitloads of money at it. But, yeah. hey. I mean, yeah, if you're an actual, you know, functional cog in the corporate machine, you're somewhere down towards the bottom. You're yeah. doing the data entry. You're making the coffee. You're pasting up the sign on the conference room door that says who's reserved. Yeah, yeah. That's are... functional. Right. Maybe you're on the artistic side. You're doing the advertising. Those guys aren't in grad school. Those guys have jobs. <laughs> yeah, working in advertising, you know, that's actually interesting field for a, you know, artsy person to be. And again, you don't really need grad school for that. I mean, yeah, you have to be okay with selling out, be okay with, you know... Being the sort of person who went to art school, hung out with very ethical, vegetarian, artistic types, and then your job is to make a Big Mac look appetizing and pretend it's healthy. Right. Well, you know, more to the point, if you're on the creative side of things, you need to be able to come up with concepts that actually appeal to people. Something that maybe hasn't been seen before, and that will trick people into buying your crap. Right. You know, maybe not the uh, the most wholesome or... Uh, you know, non-soul-crushing existence, but by God, the pay is good. Well, I mean, it does take, you know, a certain amount of creative thinking. You know, if someone says, hey, we need to sell more Old Spice, yeah. and you're the guy or the lady or whoever who comes up, you know, with the handsome guy without a shirt who's, yeah, who's you on know... the horse, that guy. Yeah, like, uh, that's pretty clever. Yeah, I mean, you know. don't get me wrong. When Don Draper's talking about the, uh, the Kodak carousel projector, I teared up a little. That was beautiful. That was... There you go. I mean, that is the potential of advertising. Nostalgia means the pain from an old wound. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. But if you're, you know, yeah, if you're grading papers on, you know, an Emerson poem, you're not coming up with, you know, brilliant campaign ideas. And bear in mind, especially if this is a lecture with like 100 students, 200 students. Yeah. And there are a few TAs, you're still, you've still got a stack of 50 papers there. Right. And... A vast majority of these students, aside from the fact that they have no plans to go to grad school, a vast majority of them are not grad school material. A lot of them probably aren't really college material, but... Yeah, you know, but if if you're willing to pay and show up, then here's a degree. They don't even have theories. They're just blandly reciting facts about the poem. Really? Getting shit wrong. I mean, these students aren't even paying attention while you're talking. They're sitting in the back drawing comics. I was. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, they don't give a shit, but you're going to give them a B anyway. That's how I did it, yeah. (laughs) Just man, I I, I basically was able to coast on working a few jokes into every paper. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that helps a lot, yeah. You know, a little bit of sarcasm, but like not quite kidding, so they see it and they're like, oh yeah, he's sort of joking about the homoeroticism between Romeo and Mercutio, but... He does kind of have a point. Yeah. 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 B. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. Just coast, draw some comics, and then go be an exterminator or a housekeeper or find out whatever your hobby was in high school and get a job doing that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's you know. what we've done. Well, if you, that's the thing, though, is if you want to be you know, an artist type, you know, get a regular job that has nothing to do with it. And then just also do that, and, uh, you know, hopefully someone will like whatever you end up doing, and if not, then you're not going to starve. Exactly. I mean, if if you're too exhausted when you get home to do art, where the fuck is your passion? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, if you get home and the first thing you think is, finally I'm away from the hive or whatever, and I can do my art, 
Right. Well, sir, you look, you can go to work all day, and then you can go home and watch The Liberty Apprentice, or you can go to work all day and go home and, you know, if you want to draw comics, draw comics. Yeah. And if you'd rather watch The Liberty Apprentice than draw comics, then you shouldn't be a comic drawer. Well, yeah, I see what you mean. And you know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, draw, draw a comic about Celebrity Apprentice. You really only have to watch it once to figure out what's yeah, going on. if you want to watch it to, you know, make a scathing commentary, then there you go. There's your material. By all means. That's research. Yes. Yeah. Can't go wrong. But it's the same way, you know, I'm, if I watch a Tim Pawlenty campaign video on YouTube, yeah. I'm not going to think favorably about the politician, but I can make a joke about him. Well, you can... I'm Tim Pawlenty and my dad drove a milk truck! Did he say that? That's true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> my dad drove a milk truck. His dad was a truck driver. See? He, he delivered milk. But you see, that is actually a sort of brilliant thing for him to say. Because on one hand, it suggests working class roots. He understands the common people. Oh, yeah. But also calls out to a forgotten America, the past, the 50s. The time of milk deliveries. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, wouldn't you like to go back there, America? Back when you could be openly racist and no one was queer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the subtext. Yeah. You know. That's actually sort of brilliant. I mean, I wouldn't vote for that. That's horrible. No. But it's, Well, he's not going to be president anyway. He has no, no he, charisma, but... Yeah, no. He, I, I, whenever, I, I can't remember what he looks like. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. That's the point. You could put him in a lineup with, like, five Chinese guys. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, the white one. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't... I would I guess, but I wouldn't be sure. Like, maybe they swapped in a decoy. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, that's the one that looks like his name is Tim, so I'm going to yeah. guess him. Exactly. <laughs> like, I would still not be 100% on it. <laughs> you could have them all wearing name tags. You know? And it's like, let's see, uh, Chin Ho or Tim Pollard? I don't know. What was his name again? I don't oh, know. Oh. I'm not sure that's I'm going to go with Chin Ho. He has a nice smile. See, but. I'm not sure that's actually him. <laughs> <laughs> He looks too white. What? Really? Okay. If anyone does, he does. Yeah. He's got exactly... Let me tell you. He's got enough charisma, exactly enough, to become governor of Minnesota for one term during Jesse Ventura fatigue. That's exactly right. That's that's exactly who that man is. He's, he looks like a dentist. He started going to school for dentistry and dropped out and became a politician. He looks like a dentist. Not even like a molesting dentist or a suicidal dentist. He looks like a really happy, functional dentist. Yeah. He looks like the guy who, you know, when he's flossing the little kid's teeth, you know, can, like, knowledgeably converse with the kids about Grover, give them a sugarless lollipop at the end. Right. I would take I would take my kids to Tim Pawlenty for orthodontics. Hell yeah, yeah, man. That's where I'd go for my braces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but... That's not how it turned out. No, not even close. No. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I could see him doing that. I could see him being like the boss who you go to his barbecue, but otherwise you don't really socialize with. You know, you perform adequately and get a periodic raise in accordance with that adequate performance. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> And he doesn't make unreasonable demands, nor does he say, oh, great job, here's a hug. Tim Pawlenty for an adequate America. Exactly. He will never rise above middle management, but he doesn't need to. Because if he does, he'd suddenly be revealed as being in over his head. Right. Well, that's where he fits. Yeah. You know. He, do- he fits it's, in. It's important to find out where you fit. He fits in right after Jesse Ventura. 
You know? Yeah. And like, right before other guy. You know, you, you, you date someone crazy. Yeah. And then afterwards you're like, I just want to have a boring ass life for a while. Right, right, right. You know. <laughs> you date someone with maybe you don't feel passionate, but you're not fighting all the time. But yeah, this is someone where the big debate is do you want to wait until after the pizza gets here before we put in the movie? Well, I mean, it's better, you know, with the pizza and the movie at the same time, but the yeah. movie's like two hours long. We're not going to spend that much time eating pizza, so yeah. I guess we might as well start it now, you know. Exactly. I mean, and yeah. hey, you know. If we start it now, we'll get done before the Daily Show. It's yeah. Netflix instant, we can pause it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the date you have with Tim Fulecki. <laughs> <laughs> A nice, calm, one term relationship. The date you have with Jesse Ventura, you black out, you wake up on a garbage bar. (laughs) (laughs) And you're kind of excited and kind of scared and you really want to get tested. You wake up on the barge and the whole crew is calling you leopard and you don't know why. And you wake up and you're like, ah, the leopard! Yeah. Why? And a year later, your ex is on TV saying really weird shit to Wolf Blitzer. Yeah. Yeah. And he won't take his sunglasses off. That sounds about right. Yeah. So. Yeah. After that, you just need a little pizza and Netflix. Right. But we don't. We don't need him as president. No. Because we got the violent retard, and then we got the awesome black guy, and Who then it turned out to be kind of kind of mellow, kind of too mellow. Yeah. But then he killed Bin Laden, so well, that was yeah, fun. That that, and, that yeah. did put him back in my good graces. But at the same time, it's like. Come on! Yeah, it's a little. It's still a little bit boring, you know. Come on, do something awesome. We elected you to do something awesome. Besides that, we weren't even. We didn't even remember him. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. You know, it's like you know they brought back Battlestar Galactica, and that turned out to be great. You know. <laughs> you know, like the the Bin Laden reboot was awesome because like it started with him dead. I mean, what a shock to the fan base. Yeah, that's a you great know? opener. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Let's kill off the lead in the first season. Okay, I mean, holy not, shit! You know, I mean, no, not not to make comparisons. Ned Stark way cooler than Bin Laden, but it was a, it was a bold step. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, don't be all my opinion on gay marriage is evolving. No, it's not. It was you were in favor of it, and then it was you pretend not to be to get elected. Right, and now yeah. it's like. You know, like, the, the more people who are in favor of it in positions of power, the more people are like, yeah, you're right, I guess I don't give a shit. It's like, you know... Which is really all we need. We just need a lot of people to not give a shit. Well, a lot of people don't give a shit, but they have to pretend like they do give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's which is which is the problem in a lot of politics. Yeah. Like, I've, I've never given a shit. They want to get married? Awesome. Whatever. Because it doesn't involve me. <laughs> It, I'm pretty much never going to be marrying a dude. So, <laughs> so it's like, this is so not even on my plate. <laughs> if you want to, have fun. Yeah, I mean, like, my uncle lives in Boston. He did it. From what I hear, it was lovely. You know, I love my new uncle. So Excellent. There you go. Well done. You know, he, he is really cool, and he likes me. So. It's nice when family marries somebody who doesn't hate you. Yeah, no, I made yeah. a Lee Harvey Oswald joke, and he was the only one who laughed. <laughs> well, I was just pointing out, you know, that at the time I was almost 30, uh-huh. you know, and Lee Harvey Oswald had lived and died and done so much at 24. <laughs> I probably should have said Ian Curtis, but nobody would have known who that was. It You're seems right. inappropriate to say something like, yeah. you know, the brightest stars burn the fastest, yeah. you know? <laughs> 
I think I was like 26 or 27 at the time, so I couldn't say Kurt Cobain. Yeah. But at that point, you're over. He was over twenty five, so it's not quite as dramatic. That's like saying Jesus, who you know he made it to thirty three. Yeah, we're approaching Jesus territory. We're yeah. not there yet. Unlike Jesus, we have moved out of our parents' houses. Jesus's dad's house is the whole universe. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the... Well, he never moved out of his mom's house. Oh right. I mean, yeah. when, and when he did, he just kind of wandered around and slept in ditches and shit, <laughs> or like crashed on people's couches. You know. I mean, he couch surfed around Israel. <laughs> no, no, it's called backpacking through Europe. He was a young Jewish guy. He was just—he wanted to go see the Holy Land. Volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to his roots, kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Hey, he did come from you know a, you know a civilization of or a culture of desert nomads. So well, I mean, not so much get back to his roots as completely take down the Jewish priesthood and sort of destroy and reinvent its roots. Utterly replace the roots, I suppose. Well, well yeah. the point is that every kid who sets out on the backpacking trip kind of hopes something like that will happen. They <laughs> <laughs> really think this is when they'll find enlightenment and, you know, get whatever kick in the ass they need to be president. Yeah. That yeah, doesn't happen most of the time. <laughs> no. It'd be funny if I tried to go back to my roots, you know. It's yeah. like, I'm going to leave Europe and go to America and start a farm. No way. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of things wrong with that statement. So. It's like that's yeah. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of Lebanon and I'm gonna go to the Caribbean and then Detroit for some reason. <laughs> that was really a weird. That was a weird path. <laughs> yeah, not, not something you necessarily want to relive. Or I could go with my other grandpa. You know, hey, are there any Nazis who can put me in jail for a couple of years? <laughs> <laughs> And we've already covered the Nazis are not yeah. very proactive anymore. No. So, I mean, yeah. And they really don't have the authority to put me in jail. So, no, I'm yeah. not unless, you know, you go to Germany and, you know, some of the guys who work in jail happen to be Nazis. They yeah, don't, probably but, don't talk about it much. But even then, they're not the ones who put me in there. Yeah, Germany's pretty anti-Nazi at this point. I guess you could go to Argentina. So. You could go to Argentina and get put in jail by a really, really old Nazi. I feel like they would have forced him to retire after <laughs> I think so, yeah. It's like, look, Hans... Hans Smith, you're an okay guard, <laughs> but uh, we can't help noticing that you're 110 years old and blind. It's time to retire. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, you have some good years. But you see, that's something to do other than grad school. Skip town, go to Europe, backpack around, think you're going to find enlightenment. And when you don't, you'll be so grateful to go home and just get a regular job. Yeah. The thing is, you'll accomplish, you'll accomplish about as much, and yeah. you'll be in less debt. You'll have... Ex- Even if you did the whole trip on a credit card. And you might have some more shit to write about. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, there's your alternative to grad school. Yeah. Go to Europe or uh, run for office, you know, because you can get elected if you're boring. For a bit. For a bit. Yeah. And long enough to get a career in, you know, consulting or lobbying. Or as a perpetual uh, primary candidate. What a horrible career. Yeah. Don't, don't, we don't need any more of those. Don't be that. Maybe you'll surprise everyone. But maybe you'll surprise everyone by getting that uh, assistant professorship and later professorship and later tenure. <laughs> but, but that's... Yeah. That's about as likely. So, Europe. Think mm. about it. Come yeah. on. All right. Cheap weed. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the real reason you're trying to stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> So get on that, folks. And until next time... I'm Tim Falanti! Can I have one of those caramels? You cannot, Tim Falanti. You get the fuck out of here. We're trying to play this for Grandma. They're good!
No, it's no, my favorite shoot, sweet. Shoot, they make my shoot. mouth all gummy. Do not make me get the spray bottle. Ah. <laughs> well, folks, we gotta go deal with this. Have a good breakfast, everybody. Have a good breakfast. Where did I put the fly swatter? I don't know. I think it's All right. Oh, oh, here I got a I got a spatula. That's, that's good. That's enough. good enough. Just whack him with it a couple yeah. times. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So long, folks. Bye, everybody. <laughs>